is Walt from Tell Him Steve Dave. I'm Chris Hybrick. Brian Quinn from Practical Jokers. I'm Jim Gaffigan. I'm getting Steve Dave. Hey, it's Mike Cudlitz from The Walking Dead. I'm Chad Lindbergh. Hi, this is Mike Zapsack. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Men. Brian Johnson of Tell Him Steve Dave and Comic Book Men. It's Misinformation Podcast, baby! Information podcast contains themes and subject matter that may be inappropriate for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Misinformation Podcast by emailing misinformationpodcast at gmail.com or find us on the Twitters at Misinfo Podcast. Welcome to Misinformation Podcast, episode 281. With you, as always, I'm Zach. And I'm Weller. Yo! What's going on? <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> yeah. This is your uh, biannual visit to Misinformation <laughs> Studios. Uh, how you been? Lovely. Good? Yeah, had any kids? You got married or anything since? Nope, nope. No? Yeah? Still living alone? Yeah. Yeah. What and- cat? Ava? Yeah. yeah. She's still doing good? Fatter than ever. Really? She's fat now? She's thick. <laughs> She's big bone. <laughs> I can't big bone, man. How long have you had her now? How old is she? I was just trying to think of the other day. It's got, I bet it's been, oh, geez, probably close to 10 years now. Wow. She's like a, she's a grown-up cat now. Yeah. But wasn't she for the longest time one of those cats that always looked like a kitten, kind of? She's kind of little, thin. She's, yeah, she's not very big other than got a belly on her. Yeah. Yeah. And she's mellow, right? She's like a dog. Ah, uh, see, yeah. See, that's, that's... She'll come when you call her. Like, she loves playing in water. Wow, that's Turn weird. the sink, she'll jump under there and just play in it. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, like, like dunk her head and shit? Yeah. Or, like, whap at it? If she's in the sink, you turn the water, like, on full blast, and she'll just stand there and... Really? Not care, yeah. It's <laughs> a confused cat. <laughs> she's very confused about life, I think. Huh. Yeah, you noticed I don't... My cat's not around anymore. Yeah. You had her... Or him for a while, too. You uh, got he, him in... He was 13, yeah. Yeah. I got, him in, uh, I got him in Arizona in 2002. Yeah. So he died in 2015. Yeah. Good Friday of 2015. If you want to see him, you can. He's in the the Star Wars lunchbox right there. <laughs> 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 There's a lock of his hair and all of his ashes right there. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because you got her well after. Yeah. Because I got, I got mine in Arizona. And I remember when you got yours. Because it was when you moved into your, after you'd moved into your house. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So not like having a cat. It's not like having a cat. You having a cat because cats are fucking stupid for the most part. I have a cat. This one's bizarre. Yeah. Well, that fits, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. Low uh, maintenance. Uh, been dating the same girl for a while. Yeah. Now, how long have you guys been together? Oh, geez, two years. Wow. 
and she's not crazy. She's normal. Hey, well, do you pay her? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! She even—I think the last time you were here, she was here with you. We recorded, and she stayed with you. That's a first. Yeah, that's that would seriously be a first. <laughs> <laughs> This show is not good for my love life, I'll tell you that. Oh, no, no, it really hasn't been. Or, or the, the girls that you dated in the past weren't good for your love life. This girl, obviously, is good for your love life. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys aren't living together or anything? No. Talking about it? Off and on, it comes up, but we're just, I don't know. Just things are good the way they are, so shut the fuck up and leave it that way, right? <laughs> <For the most. laughs> I don't know. This kind of leads, or I don't know. It's political. <laughs> it's political. So it depends who wins the presidential election is whether or not you guys move it together or what <laughs> well I, I don't know like we have issues all couples do but like the older i get the more i'm like willing to cave or just not care about certain things right so your priorities change it's like well okay oh, yeah. like yeah what do i really care about what do i what am i going to choose to just ignore right and just you're constantly the, the like the we were just talking we just got done eating and we were talking about the political race mm-hmm and I had this conversation with my family the other night. Like, it really doesn't matter who wins because people hate each other so much that regardless of who ends up being president, they won't be able to do anything they're claiming they're going to do. Like, it will not happen, period. Right. So it really doesn't matter. Right. Well, it's, and that, and we have a fucking, a lunatic and a crook running against each other. So we have, we're insane. It's, it's insanity. It's insanity. It's a good year for a third-party candidate. Yeah, Johnson Weld, 2016. I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, you're right. If if one of the two main party candidates wins, we're fucked. But the cool, like, it's it's annoying listening to politics, but at the same time, like, it, you learn from it. Like, things work out in the end no matter what happens because there's checks and balances. Okay. So, you really, you go about life, just everything. The older I get, the more you realize everything, every, everything in life is political. Okay. The I feel, connections I like you meet, the people you make, like even your own relationship is like, well, okay, like you do this, I'll do this. Quid pro quo. I'll let this go, you let this go. Yeah. Right. Right. I feel like you're going somewhere with this. What do I'm you just want? Saying, what, like, you what do you want? What do you it. want from me? <laughs> I don't want. I don't want anything. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. It just it's it's bizarre how much you can be against politics or even not care about politics. Yet politics, the older you get, it you're, it's forced on you. Like, it, oh yeah. It's yeah. life. Well, and, and people would lead you to believe that, like, for example, okay, people would lead you to believe, and I'll, I'll attack it from both sides. People would lead you to believe that if Trump wins, your house will burst into flames because of uh, the anarchy and, and, and terror that will happen. Conversely, people would lead you to believe that if Hillary Clinton wins, uh, we will immediately be uh, thrust into socialism and it'll be no worse than, no better than China and all of these terrible things will happen. Ultimately, yes, bad things will happen if either one of them wins, but it won't be quite that drastic that quickly. I mean, Obama won, and he wanted to give everything to everybody, and I still have my house and my guns. So if he couldn't do that in eight years, the four years that one of these two lunatics gets fucking uh, elected for is not going to bring about the downfall of Western civilization. Could it be unpleasant? Yes. Do I want either one of them to win? No. Johnson Weld, 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if one more motherfucker tells me my vote is wasted by voting third party, they don't understand how voting works. You vote for the person you want to win. It's neither one of them. It is him. 
It's not wasted. I'm voting for who I want to win. That's how it works. That's to me the frustrating thing about like I. It really annoys the hell out of me that there's not. There's nothing for third party candidates. There's no like debates. There's no media attention whatsoever. I haven't read in any newspapers or magazines like anything at all about any of the third party candidates. They're, they're saying that if he gets to fifteen percent in the polls, he'll be invited to the debates because Ross Perot was invited. To and the I was going to I was going to bring up Perot because. Yeah. He was the last third-party candidate that actually directly affected the results. Like, Clinton got elected because of Ross Perot taking a, a cut into, was it Bush he was running against? Senior? Um, yeah, it would have been. would have been. Because I'm a Jimmy Carter. Yeah, it would have been, been uh, Bush. I think, yeah, I think it was Bush Senior, Perot, and Clinton. So I'm already making this prediction that whoever wins, it's going to, I, I know for a fact that either Hillary or Donald will win. Maybe as much as I don't want that to happen. Maybe they if there will. if there was ever a chance, this year is the chance. If people would just research Gary Johnson, well, that's people are lazy. It's not going to happen. But but everything that everybody hates about both of the candidates running, uh, for the for the most part, Gary Johnson is the is he's not nuts enough, right? Well, that's the point, though. Scream like the one thing I'll give Donald Trump absolute credibility for is he's he knows how to manipulate the media to get attention. Oh for free. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hillary is spending millions yep. to get like a fraction of the attention yeah. Donald's getting for nothing. Right. But ultimately, can I? Okay, I don't want either one of them to win. Okay, but I, I feel like I fo- focus a lot of my uh, attack on Trump because I, I always say, if a person like him can win, we are doomed ultimately. Because it says maybe not in four years, but it says a lot about our society that if a fucking caricature. That is literally talking gibberish. Like the words that he says all put together in the same sentence, for the most part, make absolutely no sense. If he could win. If, if he, he wins, won, it's going to be amazing. And not, <laughs> usually that's a positive it's word. It's incredible. <laughs> we are fucking doomed if he wins. And I'm not just, I'm not saying that because I'm a Hillary supporter, because I'm not. But if he wins, it will say far more about our society than if Hillary wins. But then again, like, even in his own party, there's a lot of people that are very, very much against him. Right, right, right. right. So for him to get, even even if the Republicans keep their majority, which will be up for election in two years anyway, right. there's so many people that will be anti-Trump, he won't be able to push through anything he wants to get done anyway. Right. Well, Hopefully. And same with Hillary. Like, there's so many Bernie supporters are so upset in the fact that the DNC was outed. Thanks, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> um, saying, that's like, terrifying. Also. Neither one of them will be able to do anything, so it really doesn't matter. But just it's it's who we're going to listen to on a daily basis. And if that's what it comes down to, Donald Trump's going to be amusing as hell to listen to. Oh fuck! I can't. I don't speak his language though. Like, what? Somebody just uh, showed me something online earlier today. Where he said he said something about autism and inoculations, and I honestly couldn't dis, I couldn't discern from his tweet whether he was saying inoculation cause autism or whether he was saying that it's ridiculous that people say I I could not make heads or tails of what he was saying. Like I don't honestly know which argument he was making because he talks in fragments. Have you ever noticed that? Right. He'll start talking in one direction and then he'll. 90 degree turn, go another direction. And then pretty soon he's got a baseball cap on. And you can't see his face. And I have I no idea what he's doing. Other than him banning, which he's also kind of retracted, banning Muslims from the country and wanting to build a wall. I know nothing about any of his policies he wants to enact as right. president. Be- because he which never. Which is shockingly 
scary going these yeah. municipal to election? Like, well, he never, what do you stand for? He never answers the question. If you if somebody asks him, you know, what advisors are you listening to? Well, I've been talking with myself. Like, you want to make America great again? Great every candidate for the history of right. America is going to make America great again, except for George Washington, who really just wanted to make America. <laughs> <laughs> Like, of course, everybody wants to make it better, but you have to go beyond just wanting to make it better. Like, okay, what are you going to do about it? Right. Well, we had – were you following the uh, city council elections here in town at all? A little bit, yeah. There was the one – that got ugly. Well, there's that one gal that was running, right? And and so she was all over Facebook posting like, we will um, eliminate this in our city. And finally, I just got 100 pages and I was like, how? Do you have a plan? What is your plan? She never said. So she lost. <laughs> like, like, if you don't have a plan – you're like, you know what? I'm going to ensure it's it's that fucking old. Uh, you're in the school running for school president. Well, I'm going even to Bernie, ensure like, Jello I, every day. How I love Bernie, but yeah, his ideas if they were if you get them to work, great. But then again, like how on earth do you get the stuff to work? Right, right. How are you going to give all this free stuff without raising taxes? Free college would be awesome, but uh, how's I, that going to work? I don't give two fucks about free college anymore. You know why? Because I ain't going to college now. If you start saying I will make you, all of your student loans go away, I'm voting for that motherfucker. <laughs> Because if you can take a magic pen and make my student loans go away, suddenly my life is infinitely more uh, livable. But this this election mirrors life now. You've got like America split between like we're torn. There's like forever it was you do this, like you go to school, you listen to teachers, you follow, you obey the rules, follow the law, be a decent human being. You're going to get a good job. You're going to work hard. You'll be given benefits, blah, blah, blah. Right. Like like a storybook front page like this happens this has you follow these checks and balances it's done i'd like to point out that and neither now, of the candidates are saying that that will ever happen again <laughs> really if hillary's just saying she's going to maintain the status quo of what's going on and that's probably what's going to happen if she gets elected just yeah. the same shit that's happening nothing's going to get changed nothing will be any different it'll be repeated what the last 20 years have been right if trump wins uh-huh. I, wait first first I, I would like to i want to be perfectly clear if hillary were to win uh now say if Trump wins again. Now if Trump wins. <laughs> okay, continue. It, I don't know. It's it's going to be amusing. It'll be fun. But I don't at the same know time, that like, it'll be fun. I think it's going to be scary. But it's a reflect. It, we'll know that it's. We'll know what this country is turning into. Yeah. Yeah. Which will be. <laughs> I don't know. It's scary, but at the same time, I kind of want it to happen. I hate them both, but, but if Trump wins, uh, we will be run far more of a risk that we'll get nuked by another country. But increasingly, like, I'm not going to get too much into where I work, but they're hiring more people with de- college degrees, like four-year degrees. Sure. But it has nothing to do with what we do. Right. Which I'm not against that, but it comes to a point where, like, you have a building full of people that aren't specialized in what they're doing. Right. Making decisions that have drastic effects on what I do. Right. And, and they won't listen to anybody like, I've been doing what I do for over a decade. Right. My opinion doesn't matter. No matter how you say it does. It's Everybody wants change. That's, that's this, this theme of where I work. Right. They all want change. They're going to make it great. Everybody keeps fucking up everything. You get used to something. Also, no, 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 we're, we're changing it. Well, and then It the, never ends. And the problem with that is the specific place where you work, uh, people are rewarded for coming up with ideas, regardless of how practical those ideas are. Because then yep. they're, they're, oh, you're a thinking person. You've come up with this new idea and tried to do this new thing. Like, but the old way was fine. 
And that's they reward that they reward uh, doing things just for the sake of doing them because you're taking a risk, right? Which is well, what or initiative. Trump, that's yeah. what <laughs> Trump would be the risk initiative oh. candidate. Like Tr- that's Trump is the risk candidate. I that's my interesting spin that. on this. Oh, I'm terrified. I'm so scared, dude. Because at least with and again, I'm not advocating Hillary, but if we're just comparing them on risk versus risk, uh, nobody's probably going to try to blow us up because Hillary is president. Whereas Trump has offended the entire earth. We got Russia, though. I don't know that Russia's for Trump. Yeah. I just think they are anti-us. No, Putin's made it public that he's he thinks highly of Trump. He said that. He said that. Okay, do you know anything about Putin? The dude is like, the, he is Trump, but he's a Russian Trump <laughs> right. who likes not wearing a shirt and firing machine guns. Right, right. And, <laughs> and probably, invading small Eastern European countries. Yes, and wrestling bears probably. Yes. I believe they had a guy like him once. Uh, his name rhymed with Ballin. <laughs> his first name was Joe. He was scary. We don't want to have to deal with that again. I, I miss the Cold War, though, man. The Cold War was fine because nothing happened. Like, the Cold War was great. Gorbachev was drunk. Yeltsin was drunk. Like, I remember fondly of being a kid and just, like, watching wrestling. And there was, like, America was awesome. And there was, like... Oh, Nikolai Volkov and the, the Iron, Iron Sheik. Sheik. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you had, like, the Middle East, which is still a, th- a threat now. You've got right. Russia, which, depending on who wins, may or may not be a threat. But, you know, at the time, uh, the Iron Sheik and the Middle East were a threat not for the same reasons they are now. Like, it was just, they were these, this 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 place we didn't they know They were different, about. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and now str- it's... It was stranger danger. Yeah. Now it's like, <laughs> it might be your next door neighbor blowing you up with a cooking appliance danger. Like, you don't even know. Like, it's just terrifying. It's all terrifying. It, speaking of the Iron Sheik, you should watch his documentary on Netflix. I've seen it. Uh, did you watch the Jake the Snake one? Yes, I did. That, were they both not amazing in different I, ways? I was hesitant to watch them just because like, I really don't follow wrestling. I loved him as a kid, right. but growing up, I really kind of lost interest around middle school. And which was, about, since, which but... was about the time they were both relevant. Right. So, yeah, you're fine. But, yeah, just out of boredom, I watched them. Yeah, I actually thoroughly enjoyed both of them. Now, now, tell me if you agree with this. Did you find that Jake the Snake was a more sympathetic character than the Sheik? I kind of felt like the Sheik's a dick, and and it's hard to like him. Like, whereas Jake the Snake, you're like, I want this guy to get better, because I think there's a good person in there. I feel badly for him, but obviously he's a fuck-up when you're watching it. Whereas the Sheik was just like, I did lots of blow, and... Fucking didn't see my kids and and the sheik. I'm greatest. I didn't know about his past. Like his, he did. What was he like? Was he an Olympic guy, a weightlifter yeah, yeah. or something? Oh, no, bodybuilder, he's a, he's a wrestler, wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was legit, was, legitimate yeah. wrestler. Yeah, he coached the U.S. Olympic team. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's right. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I didn't know that about him. So like that was really interesting to learn that. And bodyguard for the Shah of Iran, like big deal. Like he was a big deal. And then he came here, and then he coached the Olympic team, and met his wife, and found cocaine. Lots of cocaine. Ruined his career, yeah. and then he became just a dick, and yep. people started... Rec- was that his YouTube video, or what was it? Oh, they got yeah, it? Was yeah. it YouTube? Yeah, it was the Break Your Back, Be Brian Blair, Break Your Back, I Fuck You in yeah, the Ass, Make You some, Humble. Yeah, yeah, someone caught him on YouTube, and then just it turned into this weird like cult thing, and then it brought him back into the limelight. Yeah, he was just here last weekend. For the Hall of Fame Museum? Yeah, I fucking totally... I go to that thing every year. We go as press every year. Just totally spaced it off this year. I been I get emails. I'm on their press list. I get emails like once a week from them, and I just with the kid being born and everything, just totally lost track of time. Like totally fucking spaced it off. I had the night off. I ended up. It was it was the night everybody came over. <laughs> we were all sitting here while it was happening. 
I could have been talking to the Iron Sheik. Great missed opportunity. Yeah, I could have seen if I could get him to call me Bubba. <laughs> fucking sucks. Because Iron Sheik was there. Who else was there that was a fucking big deal? There's a lot of cool people there this year. And I just totally fucking forgot about it. Totally spaced it off. It sucks. I usually go take pictures, video. Have a good time. Uh, my brain ain't working much anymore, man. I'm so confused and lose track but of time. But it may and... not matter anymore. That's the beautiful well, thing. You're of... right. You're we'll right. see it what, like, not. yeah. There's a piece of me that actually kind of wants Trump to win. Remember the movie Threads? No. Remember the movie The Day After? No. They were both movies about nuclear war. <laughs> they were terrifying. See if you can find either one of them on Netflix when you go home tonight. It's fucking horrific. That's what'll happen. We'll just wake up one day to fucking sirens and we'll say, it's not the 15th at 11 o'clock. Those aren't practice sirens. There's not a cloud in the... Oh shit, we're getting fucking nuked. Remember they always used to tell us when we were kids, they're going to aim for us because we're in the center of the country. I like the video of like the kid crawling under a desk and putting his hand over his head. Yeah, like that's going to do a fucking damn bit of good. <laughs> like, oh great, your neck won't get broken, but all your teeth will fall out and you'll be blind because but of the there fucking... was just. Again, I don't know if it's just be childhood or not, but there was just such like a patriotic like sense of unity yeah, that just we, doesn't exist anymore. Because we knew we were all going to die together. Like That's we why. had a common enemy. Yeah. Like even after nine eleven, like as horrible as that was, like there was a time like a month afterwards where like it didn't matter what you thought politically. Like we were fairly much united as a country. Like we we still had, and I guess maybe I don't remember this when I was a kid, but even after nine eleven, I I I clearly remember there was still that subsection of people that were like war is bad there will always be that we're dirty americans and we shouldn't want to fight back we deserved what we got like motherfucker shut your fucking mouth and there's a reason why those people live in america because if they lived anywhere else they would all be extinct (laughs) right right. (laughs) but we will take them in yeah not anymore apparently (laughs) according to trump wins we're not taking anybody in we're gonna put a big gate up the statue of liberty just be behind a fence Instead of that tablet, it'll just on it. It'll just be like it'll be a giant neon sign that says "No vacancy." <laughs> Unless they stayed his hotels. Yeah, you're probably right. See if he were smart, well, he'd be like, "Okay, you want to come? You're going to stay in my hotel for like a month, gamble my casino. I'd like spend to, enough money, and then we'll let you go." I'd like to see who's on the housekeeping staffs of all of his hotels and casinos. They no, he they unionized. Yeah, the Mexicans. He spent <laughs> probably like unionized. millions trying to get that to not happen, and they pushed it through in Vegas. Right, but I, I'm saying he's as anti. Yeah, as anti-immigration as he is, who's cleaning his fucking hotels <laughs> that go bankrupt every other year? I ew. this is the this is the worst election we've ever had. And see, I love it. Oh, I'm so scared. I just, I want it to be over. But that's, it's going to end up, no matter what, like I said, though, no matter what happens, the way things are, it's going to even out. It's just, are we going to have, like, something amusing to listen to for four years, or is it going to be just a repeat of just the same garbage? Like, I'm when Bush Jr. won, Bush the second W, yeah. the left thought he was evil, made fun of him, like, constant, like, this guy's an idiot, a moron, blah, blah, blah. But really, at the end of the day, life didn't change for the average person much at all. Obama came in. Same thing. The rights, this guy is going to ruin America, blah, blah, blah. Take away our guns. That hasn't happened. Life really... Honestly, for me, life from when W was a president and life when Obama was a president really hasn't changed much at all for me as far as what they did to me. Decisions are like I make on my own. Yeah, that affects my life. But the president does not have that much power. And I hope you're right. This will prove my theory. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> now that said, as a rational human being that cares about other people, I do hope people look at third party candidates. Right. Well, and take it's... half an hour, even if you know you want Trump or Hillary, like you're dead set on it. Take half an hour, just look up some third party candidates, see what they're about. Well, if if you can't look at Gary Johnson's platform and go, this guy's pretty reasonable, you're you're insane. Okay, like if you can't just look at it and just at least give him some legi- legitimacy, like as being a reasonable person, as opposed to if you look at Trump's campaign, right? You you can't look at it and go, oh, he's pretty reasonable, pretty even tempered guy. You can't look at Hillary's anytime she gives a speech and be like, uh, you know, I'd invite her to my house. She seems pretty normal. That neither one of them, like every one of her speeches, it seems like she's yelling at you. Yeah, she does. She scream like, talks. She's just, and, and it's just like, well, obviously this is a prepared speech because no one talks that way. Like if you're just talking the thing as things come into your mind, you don't talk that way to people. You don't scream and yell. It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Like she should have been an elementary school teacher. Uh, the way she carries herself, the way she presents herself, is like an early education teacher or, or an elementary school principal. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I see that too. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, she's just so shrill and hard to identify with. She's not likable. That's the one thing Obama... Like, she has to work to make it appear like she's even a little bit interested or amusing or entertaining. Or, or um, compassionate. Right. Or anything. You know, Not like, a robot, a human being. Right, exactly. And that's the one thing Obama had going for him before he threw, like, you know, uh, all law enforcement under the bus and before he started taking these weird stances of, you know, like, uh, the war on blacks and just weird shit that he was has done in the last year. Um, he was super likable. Like he would do an interview and you're just like, if this feels like I'm watching an interview with like my uncle, you know, like he's charismatic, he's relatable, he's calm, he's relatable. And then all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> he comes out with some weird fucking shit about, you know, uh, uh Trayvon Martin could have been my son. Like you don't have any sons, asshole. <laughs> and secondly, just cause he's black doesn't mean he's yours. Okay. I don't know if you know how the world works, but Hitler couldn't have been my dad. All right. Because he's fucking crazy. Okay. It's, it, it doesn't work that way. It's just cause we're the same color. Doesn't mean we're in the same family for fuck's sake. We're all human. So that puts us under a larger umbrella and that makes sense. But d- stop, just stop, stop, please, please stop. <laughs> You might occasionally want to come out and be like, hey, you want to cop dies? It's bad. You might want to do that. That might not be a terrible thing to say. Um, instead of, you know, sending uh, delegates to funerals of guys who were actively trying to kill police when they got shot and killed. Michael Brown. Until he fucking realized that, wait a minute, I only get eight years. I can do whatever I want now. He became decidedly less relatable at that point. Because <laughs> honestly, what does he have to fucking lose? He doesn't have to impress anybody. No. He hurts anybody's fucking feelings. He doesn't fucking care. He can't run again. He can't do anything else again. He's done. He's on his way out. It's not even lame duck. It's like rabid duck right now. He just does whatever the fuck he wants. But before that, he was very relatable and likable. So he had that thing, that it factor, that only a few presidents have had. Kennedy. Clinton. Obama. That conversational quality about him. When they talk and give speeches, it feels like they're talking to you or like you're Even Reagan, like when I was a kid seeing him speak, just, yeah, there, there was something there notable times, about him. Yeah, like kind of down home, you know, kind of a, a feel of, I, I, could, I, could, I could talk to this guy. Um, Bush, uh, senior, Bush Jr. tried to do it, 
but he just came off like a fucking... He's goofy. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the, the video of him uh, when they were at that funeral? He was holding hands with Obama and hit, and then with uh, Barbara Bush, Michelle Obama. They're, they're all holding hands and singing the song, I think, the Battle of the Republic. And he was just being fucking goofy. Like, swinging his arms and smiling. They're at a fucking funeral. I think George Bush... Uh, Junior's back on the cocaine because <laughs> he was being like, like, way goofy, like way goofy. And a lot of people were like, "Well, you know, it went from being a terrible president to being our silly uncle or something." And I'm like, maybe, but he was at a fucking at the funeral for those five Dallas cops, and he's swinging his arms, smiling, singing the song, and I'm just like, <laughs> everybody looked uncomfortable. Uh, his his wife looked uncomfortable. Is his mom Barbara? No, his mom's Barbara. His wife. She's. What's his wife's name? What's George Bush's wife's name? Oh my it's not god, Barbara. that's embarrassing. No, Barbara's his mother. Mother. Wow, I George. I picture her vividly. Yeah, I can. Yeah, she because she had a lot. She's had a lot of work done. She's very. Wow, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I just I don't for know some reason name. my brain. <laughs> totally. I guess I've tried to block out those eight years like hardcore. But Jesus Christ, what is her name? Do you have your phone? Google it. Jesus, I feel like a fucking retard. This is terrible. <sighs> what the hell does any of that have to do with whether or not you and your old lady are moving in together? Well, there's just decisions. Like, we're very different in age. We're very different people. How old is she? <laughs> uh, 24. Wow. Wow. Maybe 25. <laughs> Still, though. Wow. That's like the stuff wow. Rentu's different. Just I don't know. Like the stuff I thought you guys had a lot in common. No. Really? No, not really. So like what is she into? Well, right now she's in school. Like that's her entire life. Like high school? College. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously she rents? No, she's got a house. She bought a house. Yeah. Is she working also? Yeah. Okay, so that's not her entire life. She's also working. Don't be a douchebag. Well, she doesn't. I'm okay. She has no free time. Don't paint her with a brush <laughs> that is not appropriate. Okay, so she so she owns her own house. See, and that makes it tougher too. Like if you both own your own houses, you know, it's one thing if one person's renting. You can be like, hey, you're just throwing money away here. Let's move in together. But if you both own your own houses, you're both working. I mean, it's it's working, risky it's, either way. It's, it's an investment. You're both making investments, separate investments. So that I mean. There's no real reason to now, and we're both making payments on something that ultimately we'll get at least, hopefully, some money back from. Oh, you'll never lose money on it. You never. Well, lose. I might. <laughs> nah, I don't know that you will, because you didn't. You didn't spend a ton of money on that house. No, I put it. a lot into it. So yeah, but you also just, lived there in that time, so it's not like you you didn't see anything. You you, you enjoyed the improvements. I'll, that you made. I'll be better off than had I rented. Mm-hmm. I can say it that way. Um. Now, what's she going to school for? Ultimately, paramedic. Right now, she's got her firefighter cert and EMT one. So why don't you just go get a job doing that? Because she wants paramedic. But she could go be a fire lady and get paramedic while she's doing that. You couldn't work as a firefighter and also take paramedic classes and do ride-alongs if you're employed by Waterloo Fire. There's guys that do it. Maybe it's just because she's got a uterus. (laughs) It might be, yeah. She, She said it's better off if she just tries... Basically, if she... Something worse push comes to shove, she can be a firefighter now. Yeah, there's a lot of money in that. But yeah, but there's even more money being a paramedic. Yeah. So she's going to Hawkeye then, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
25, really? God, I don't even remember what it's like to screw a 25-year-old. Laura. Oh, yeah, Laura. Duh. Generic vanilla name, Laura. God damn it. Wow, yeah. Ah, Laura, that's right. God. What the hell is wrong with us? Sorry, Laura. I hope she's not a listener. We just lost her. Uh, yeah, because we mostly <laughs> edit that out so we, like we remembered it. Yeah, mostly because I can't afford to lose another listener. <laughs> it's, fucking, it's, it's getting tight. It's getting real tight, buddy. It's we aren't in the five hundreds anymore. All right, <laughs> not even close. So not not even thinking about it anytime soon. The moving in together. It comes up and then it just kind of gets lost. Like I said, it's that's it's a very political situation. Like even the decision, like. If I move, there's consequences. If she moves, there's consequences. It's putting up risk. Right. So it's just easier to be like, okay, I'll just stay at my place. You can stay. Like, we each have our own house that we pay for. Mm -hmm. I realize at some point, something's going to have to change. Like, that it'll come. Well, and and financially. We'd both be far better off if we were living in the same house. Right, right. Because even, like, say you decided, okay, I'm going to sell my house because it's in the fucking ghetto. (laughs) And uh, you take all that money that you have, put it in the bank. And uh, from that point forward, just start paying half of her mortgage. You're still both better off, even without you dumping, like, half of the money you got from selling your house into her house. Like, just from that point forward, like, you just sold your house, take all that money, put it in savings, and you just start paying half of her mortgage every month. But see, it's, I wish life were that easy, but, like, here's here's kind of why you're the political thing. It's political. Things are fucking complicated. Yeah. Like, both candidates make it sound like, you vote for me, here's my idea, I put it into place, it happens. Like, no, that's not how things work ever. That's not life. It's not realistic. So, yeah, like, my house is in a far worse neighborhood than her house. Her house is a very, it's a new house. Okay. Awesome neighborhood, quiet. Okay. So, <laughs> it's a no-brainer. Like, I would be the one selling and moving with her. Her house is, like, three times the size of mine anyway. Okay. <laughs> Where the fuck is the drawback? So, it should be, it should be a no-brainer, right? That's what you're thinking. You're like, yeah. you're looking at me like, right now there's daggers. Like, what the fuck are you, you're Not an idiot. daggers. I'm just, I'm, in, I'm very confused. Go continue. She has very, very low blood pressure. Like, insanely low blood pressure to the point where it affects her body temperature. Okay. She is always cold. Okay. So, it could be like 80 degrees and she wears jeans and a sweatshirt year round. Okay. So, right now, you go over to her house, there's no air conditioning. I go over, sit down, and, like, within five minutes, I'm drenched in sweat. Like, I cannot handle it. I can't sleep over there. I can't exist over there. Like, it's just very, very uncomfortable. I go to my house. It's, like, 72 degrees. Uh-huh. It's pitch black. There's no sound. Like, <laughs> right, right. Except for, quite ex- dark except cave. Except for gunshots, but okay, yeah. <laughs> That's rare, but Yeah. <laughs> Did the kid get shot in front of your house last year? Yes, they did happen. <laughs> All right. You know how many times that's allegedly, happened to me? Allegedly. Allegedly. No, he definitely was shot. Somebody was shot. <laughs> There's a call that came from my street, but nothing can be proven. <laughs> he was shot. <laughs> he went to the hospital for a gunshot wound. Maybe he just fell on it really hard. He fell on a bullet just laying on the ground. <laughs> He's riding a skateboard like kids do. Fell on it. I'm sure it was innocent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Homeless bullet. So, couldn't you just make her eat a bunch of salt? Get her blood pressure up? <laughs> make her angry all the time? Keep her warm? I don't know. But even in the car, like, she'll have her windows down. Like, driving in town, that's fine. But in the interstate, like, I'm not having the windows roll down going 70 yeah. miles an hour on the highway. Yeah, it's terrible. 
So yeah, that's just, that's something like, I don't know. How do you get over that? Oh, fuck. Unless I'm... you have a duplex or you sit in a room that has like a window air conditioner and the rest of the house isn't like, I just. I get zonal heating and cooling. Right. But even then, you, I mean, the whole and idea. And in separate bedrooms, like right. I can't sleep. Like she'll have her windows open, which it's fine when it's dark. But then as soon as the sun comes up, like it wakes me up. I don't care how tired I am. Like I can't sleep like unless it's in total darkness. And I, have to, I like dark and cold and quiet. That's how I sleep. Yeah, but couldn't you easily sleep like just she has a bunch of blankets? Yeah, but I can't be like it's it's so hot in there. Like I'm not going to cover in blankets. Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying. She has like Jenny and I don't use the same blankets. Oh yeah, she'll be under like five thousand blankets. Yeah. I won't have anything because I'm so hot. Right. So so put put her under ten thousand blankets and turn the fucking air conditioning on. <laughs> I mean, so basically, it's just that she's uncomfortable. Like she's cold. She's cold because she's uncomfortable because she's cold. It's so like she it's, likes to keep. It's her not house like it's gonna, where... It's not going to kill her. No, like she's not going to freeze to death. Whereas you could overheat. <laughs> See, I'm your, compa- I'm your campaign manager. <laughs> <laughs> but just, I don't know. It's There's a lot of little things like that that really it's... The thing is not a big deal, but it becomes a big deal. Because it's all the time. Right. If it's sometimes, it's not. So there's this constant conversation of like, how is this going to work like long term? Right. And then is this worth like fighting over? And then she's like, hey, you want to see this 25-year-old ass? I bet it's not, <laughs> I bet it's so not worth I, fighting like over. Even like intentionally trying to avoid politics, like it, it's going to come up in a political right. season. And just, you start thinking like, wow, like everything. Like, I cannot get away from politics. Everything's political. Like I have to look at everything in my life is like, okay, like what am I going to fight for? What am I going to let go? What's going to like – I need to get alliances set up so like I can like argue my case. Right. <laughs> Get my own little lobbyists. And I've got even plot, like, okay, like, here's what I'm going to say. Like, here's what I'm going to do before I do it. Like, start to make little strategies before anything even gets rolled out. And, like, you just, sometimes it works and sometimes it's a massive failure. Well, and even her selling her house and moving in with you wouldn't solve the root problem of the temperature thing. Right. So, I mean, clearly you selling your house would make the most sense. Well, and she, she bought there was some deal where she had to live there for five years and they i think it was like 30 or 40 grand they were cut off their house jesus so she was locked into being there at least i think it's five years okay so it'd be stupid for her to sell anyway because she'd lose all that money right well it sounds like across the board it'd be stupid for her to sell because right, it, it, because then she'd be selling to move in with you and nobody wants to make that move from good neighborhood nice house to nice house shitty neighborhood that doesn't make any sense <laughs> like what's the point like there's no Aside from the fact that probably your mortgage is smaller than her mortgage, oh, much smaller, right? But still, even it would still it would still be cheaper for her to have you move in and pay for half her mortgage than it, it's not. It's not that big of a deal. It would be cheaper for you to move in and pay for half of her mortgage probably than for you to pay your mortgage all by yourself. Right? And then she's a dog person, which I like dogs. Right? She has two of them. Uh, approaching the maximum capacity for dog. Uh, to me, I'm a one to me, dog I'm person. A, as am yeah. I. Like, if I'm going to have a dog, I do like dogs. I'd be cool with having one dog. I can't get a dog because she has two, which would mean if we moved together, we would have three two. dogs. Which I have a cat. She has two foster cats, which she's oh. had for two years that she can't get rid of. And they're not. And okay, because okay. of our. Because, like, I wonder if this is a whole other conversation. <laughs> but they're not foster cats. They're her fucking cats. <laughs> she's had them for two they years. They were. No, they were, but due to local politics. <laughs> Waterloo controlled it. They got rid of it, and then she was just stuck with them. She comes to the humane society; they're going to put them down. Right. So what I'm saying, so she's they, stuck with them. She, they're her cats. She doesn't have basically. Cats anymore. So she, there's now going to be three cats, oh. and two dogs, and two people. 
The three cats. One of her dogs, oh. one of her dogs, like, absolutely will murder anything that's little and moves quick. So how does she have two cats? They're locked permanently inside of a spare bedroom. Oh, no. So, like, how do I bring a cat over to this other <laughs> kitchen? Like, do I put, I can put her in the cat room, but my, my cat loves, she gets along well with dogs. Right. Does, they, I've had dogs over my house, and as long as it's a dog that gets along with cats, like, they're fine. Right. They coexist just fine. But she does not like other cats. Right. See, that's tough. That's tough in general, because even if she gets rid of those two cats, that, honestly, right now, their quality of life is not great. Cats are not meant to be locked in one room. And, and not be able to, you know, like, roam a house. Um, secondly, that room probably smells fucking horrible because uh, there's just no way around it. Cats are fucking disgusting creatures. But even if she got rid of those two cats, you'd be stuck with the same problem because that dog's still going to kill your cat. Right. So even if you got down to two dogs and a cat, you still have that fucking the cat lunatic, issue. lunatic dog. The air conditioning th- issue. Yeah. Oh, Damn. So what's this fucking dog's problem? Why does it want to kill everything? It's a husky. Like, I had two of them. Huh. See, yeah, see, and then <laughs> even if she got her blood pressure thing worked out, she'd be like, the dog's always hot. The dog's always hot. We got to change it. Now he's like, you, Weller. Now it's, the house has always got to be cold. <laughs> no, really. there's the dog. The husky has his own fan, box fan. <laughs> like, he carries it around with him in his mouth? No, like, when, he's, when he is inside, yeah. he just lays down in front of it, and that's it. <sighs> He just wants to kill everything. You can't train him off that? He's he's relaxed like he used to be as the second he'd even hear one of them moving in that room. He'd bolt over. We had to put like a baby gate over the shut door because if any of the cats stuck their paw underneath, like he got one of their paws once and like I thought the world was going to end. Jesus Christ. That dog's got so fucking he'll, issues. He'll just stay there for hours with his just frozen, glaring, hoping one of the cats sticks a paw under the baby gate. That dog's got some fucking issues. Like, that dog's mom was raped by a cat or something. Like, that that dog has some serious fucking psychological issues. And now, like, you, we, we're at the point now where we can open the door a little bit to grab, like, a water bowl and fill it or put some food in a bowl. And, like, he'll want to be over there, but he's not, like, actively trying to force himself in like he was. But still, like, I would not trust this dog around any of them. See, and, and I make the argument then, if that's the situation, what is the point of having those cats in that house? Like the, they're not performing any function of a pet. No, know? they're not. They're not pets. They were. They're there because she was going to be a foster parent for them to take care of them. Because one's blind. It's blind. Not a foster parent. She's a foster pet. Foster owner. mother. Whatever. Yeah. There's <laughs> all kinds of words for whatever you want to believe in. Animals are not children. <laughs> but no, the intent was that it, she took them, thinking it'd be a temporary thing until they could be adopted out. Okay. Did you that say one's one's blind? It's blind and deaf. Put it down. What, what? And the other one, it's for whatever reason, it, like it's, it will not retract its claws. So you pick it up and it's all four claws are just out. Like you can't hold it. You can't pick it up. It's friendly, but you can't carry it because its claws are permanently out. Take it to a farm. <laughs> Let it be a mouse. We've discussed that too. Like find somebody that you know that has like an acreage or something and has cats. But just, see, she has, know. that's the funny thing is she has an uncle that has a farm and all of his cats were killed from coyotes. Well, don't take it to that one because clearly he can't fucking handle the coyote problem. <laughs> but, you know, okay, the blind deaf cat, it's time. That cat, it's fucking locked into a room. It has no contact with, with people or anything else except for that other cat that every time it fucking walks by, it scratches its face off by accident because it can't take its fucking claws in. And it, it can't see, it can't hear. How the fuck does it, it find the litter box by smell, hopefully? Or maybe it just shits on the floor? It just knows. No, it doesn't do that. 
Yet. Yet. As far as you know, nobody goes in the fucking room. <laughs> you just reach in there and feel around for a fucking bowl of water and fill it. And Dude, those cats don't need to be there anymore. I mean, I know that doesn't solve the problem with your cat. It's fucking insane that those cats are still there. Especially the blind deaf one. Put that thing to fucking sleep. That cat is not she, enjoying its life. I agree with you, but she's a very, very passionate animal lover, and like that's just not an option. It it's suffering. <laughs> it has no companionship, and it can't see or hear. She doesn't know how many times. Like I, fucking... I love animals, but yes, I agree with you. That's probably the best way to go. You know, or I would I... at least I would I would take it to humane society. And yes, I know more than likely they're just going to put it down. But at least there's like a small chance someone come in and be like, okay, like I could actually take care of this cat for the last year of its life or whatever. And they'd like, I'm sure there's someone out there who would be able to care for it. It, it may be. So yeah, at least I'd rather have the option of a small chance that this cat could have a decent like last year of its life than just it's for sure dead. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's my option for it. But yeah, I don't think that's, I agree with you. Like that cat's not having a quality of life. Yeah. That's, there. I mean, that's the cat's, the cat's suffering just in a different no, way. They weren't taken to be pets. They're not treated as pets like they're foster animals but unfortunately they're permanent foster animals now yeah yeah they're blind deaf one's gotta go man <laughs> i just i don't yeah you know and i know you had an outdoor dog at one point but jenny's always made the argument she's like if you're gonna have a pet it needs to be a pet you know like it needs to perform some sort of a function companionship uh, you know, it needs to be part of the family. Otherwise, what's the well, fucking point? Well, both of these cats were strays. They're picked up off the street. Yeah, that's where they probably should have stayed. So they're they're feral cats. Yeah, they should have stayed that way. Like, I mean, that's the one thing I don't understand a whole lot. Like, <laughs> like I called uh, I called um, called in to have this cat. I found a cat in my yard. It'll walk away from your yard eventually. Just fucking let it be. It's not hurting anything. There can be over. Like, there are at least in my neighborhood. There are. I wouldn't say a lot, but it's not uncommon to see like a stray cat or two. Yeah. And it could even be someone's house, someone's cat they just let out. Right, but right. You do see them once in a while. And, like, there's – my garage is full of mice. Like, I live in a wooded area. Like, there's mice everywhere. Like, I'm totally cool with there being cats out, like, yeah. killing mice. Yep. I'm never going to, like – I'm not going to see a cat and torture or chase it off. Like, if I see a cat chilling in my yard, like, I'm actually happy because, like, it's probably going to kill a few mice. Like, you know, I'm cool with that. The only time I have a problem with a cat is, like, when I still had my cat, there was this cat coming around that was pissing in, in my fucking bushes out here so I could smell cat piss all the time. Or if they're getting in your garbage, which you don't have that problem anymore because of the type of garbage cans that our city has. Yeah. Like nothing's getting – raccoons can't even – they have a hard time getting into that garbage. So unless there's a thousand fucking cats in your neighborhood, like uh, is, is Hawaii that has all the cats? Or there's some island that has yeah. a ton of cats. And like if it's like that, if it's like you're overrun with there's cats. There's an island in Japan like that. It's just cats everywhere. Yeah, that's too much. But if there's a couple stray cats in your neighborhood, just fucking let them be. They're not hurting anything. You mean catch them kit, uh, pissing on your house? Make that cat disappear. Don't fucking... Stray dogs are different, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I agree. Like, a stray cats are not a huge issue unless no. you're being overrun and there's everywhere. Well, no cat, no stray cat is going to chase you down and bite you. Right, like, right. Like, <laughs> a stray dog, on the other hand, they can be real assholes. <laughs> uh, but a blind deaf cat certainly isn't going to chase you down and bite you. <laughs> They're probably just going to end up a cat pancake eventually, and... Problem solved, or a straight dog is going to get them. You know, once those cats are gone, she's going to tear all the carpet out of that room. We've, yeah, that's going to happen. I mean, that room's going to have to be fucking gutted because it's just always going to smell. You don't get rid of that smell. Still, that, my, that we agree on. My fucking cat's been gone a, a year, and there's still times the furnace or air conditioning fires up, and I smell fucking cat. And I'm like, how is that even possible? 
Oh, I have a short hair, and it's ungodly how much she sheds. Oh, I, I, but I mean, I like smell litter box. I haven't had a litter box in this house for a year. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know where, because it's like our, our furnace is just, it's all metal. So it's not like there's there's no carpet in my laundry room. It's not like the smell is in something, but just every once in a while, oh, man. <laughs> like, why is it's it like smelling? a little bit of dust that drifts. Like, I don't Maybe. Know. I don't know. I, I don't know. But, yeah, cats have a way of always being there. Always. And anybody that tells you, anybody with a cat that tells you, oh, you can't tell I have a cat is a fucking liar. Because you can tell. You may not be able to tell right away, but you walk into the right room at the right time of day and you'll be like, you have a cat, don't you? Yes, I do. You know how I can tell? Because you can always tell. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that does complicate things. Two dogs. What's the other dog? One's a lab pit mix and the other one's, he's all white. Looks like it's primarily husky, but it's too big for husky. Like he's a big dog. Huskies are really not that big. Of what, dogs. What's the What's the other one? Not husky, but uh, it's a it's a husky, but it's a it's a. Well, Malamute's bigger, yeah. but he's not like wide. Like he's he's light. Like he's lighter than the other dog, who's huh. half its size. Hmm. Maybe some... so. We don't know if he might even be like German Shepherd. He's more of a shepherd size. Like he's bigger than a husky. It's a big dog. Huh. And then the other one's a lab pit mix, you said? Yeah, and he's small, but oh my god, that thing, I bet he weighs 100 pounds. Really? And is he... Just solid brick. Friendly? Love, super, super friendly. Loves other animals? Yeah. All right, here's what you do. Get rid of the two fucking cats and the husky. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> Not gonna happen. Everybody wins, though. She gets to keep the, the nice, friendly, stocky dog. You get to bring Ava over. Everybody wins. Oh, that's a German... That's a white German Shepherd, dude. You see, is that a shepherd? Yeah, it's a white German shepherd. That's all that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah. But he, he doesn't bark like he howls like a husky does. Yeah. And he doesn't like he's like he'll talk to you like a husky does. Yeah. Shepherds, I don't know. I've never had a German shepherd as a pet. Maybe they do that, but maybe no. maybe he has a fucking he vocalizes. Disorder. He vocalizes exactly like huskies do. Well, maybe he'll howl. He'll speak. Maybe he's a white German like shepherd. Like he tries husky to mix. talk as opposed to just bark. Right. Maybe he's a white German Shepherd Husky mix. It's it's probably a mix, but yeah, it's. But there's a lot of German Shepherd in that dog, like a lot, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> I, but I'm telling you, that's what you do. You get rid of the two cats and the weird mutant dog there. Not gonna happen. And then you still have your one cat and her one dog. Everybody wins. It's a win-win. It's a compromise. It's no, it's political. Because <laughs> no, because the two cats in the room, they're a wash. They're, they're, they shouldn't be there in the first place. Nobody's benefiting from those two fucking cats being in that room. They are. Fuck them. They're, they're cats. <laughs> like, whereas if you can bring Ava with you, you benefit by being able to keep Ava, right? She benefits by being able to have another cat that can actually walk around the house. You're rid of that fucking dog. Technically, you're that dog. You can keep all three cats. But I understand it's political. So that's how it works. Like, what we need is a vote. Yeah. I'll be the tiebreaker. <laughs> God, that'd be so nice. Yeah? If there's just, like, a, a court, like, make it free. Like, it's... Relationship court? Or just family court. I mean, there is a family court, but not for legal issues, not for big stuff, but just like you and the kid disagree with something. Right. Like a parent-sibling disagreement or like just your spouse. Go in. It's a neutral party. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. A parent-child disagreement? Like teenagers. You know what that court's called? Fucking back of my hand in your face. (laughs) (laughs) Like there's no disagreement there. You either do what you're told or you get the fuck out. That's different. (laughs) From relationship court, because that's supposed to be 50-50. Like, you're supposed to compromise and shit. Well, like, it, I get there's certain rules that are done deals, but, like, in high school, like, there are times where, like, 
my mom would be like, Hey, I want you home at like 11 o'clock or midnight when I wanted to be out till two o'clock in the morning. Like we were not hell raisers. We weren't, but your vote does not matter. Like it doesn't matter. I know that when you're in, when you're, when you are a teenager, you think you're fucking important and you think your opinion <laughs> matters, but I'm going to, I'll be the one to sit here and tell you right now. It fucking don't son. It don't. I don't give a shit what you want to do. But see, I heard my mom saying that, and you hear that growing up constantly. Is like the parent makes the rules, mm-hmm. but go to court, and then these people that aren't your parent are saying the same thing your parent is saying. That's way too and much. It's work. unanimous. It's way. Too, it's already unanimous, motherfucker. Now it's legally binding. <laughs> <laughs> it's already legally binding. <laughs> And then when I fucking smack you upside your head, and you try to call somebody on me, they're gonna be like, "Uh, parents being parents." Don't know what else to tell you. To draw blood, to leave be nice. Like rather than just wasting like weeks and weeks of fighting something between like you and your spouse, just like oh yeah, I agree okay, with that let's one. we'll go yeah. to this room, sit down with someone that's impartial. They don't know either one of us. Well, I'm gonna get like 20 minutes to like plead my case. You can't say a word during that time. Then you get your turn. You have 20 minutes to say whatever you want to say. Then like maybe we get a little time to like question each other, or they can ask us questions, and then like. It's out of our control. Like they go in another room, they talk it out, they come back and say what they think. And then that's just, that's the winning end. Oh, you mean couples counseling? Because that's what that I is. I don't know. <laughs> they teach you that's how to not solve fun, your problems. No, it's not. <laughs> neither like, with, neither with the, couples me. counseling is different. Like there's a guy just sitting there judging you. What do you think this person would be? A judge. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like they're, they're leading it though. They're like, tell me about your childhood tell me about blah 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 have you ever been in a courtroom yeah i've been on a jury that's what the judge does if it's not but not in a jury trial but if it's a non-jury trial no this would be jury trial oh now there'd be a jury too i wouldn't want to be one person because then you're just like what if it's a guy then uh, she's gonna be like oh no it's a guy because he's siding with you because you're male like i don't want to play that like i want it to be like diverse have like a spread of ages spread of genders make it like who's gonna pay for this do you have make, to pay, I don't do you know if you'd make it. Maybe it could be a good business. So you'd have to Do you to think there'd be it? like, maybe. Oh, wow. I think I'd rather fight. <laughs> I don't want to spend any more money on but shit. But there's some issues. Like after so, There's some some issues, yeah, you can have a fight. You can argue over it and be pissed off for a night, and then it's it's done. Right. Squashed. But there's some issues that just like come up like time and time and time again. Like keeping these cats you never see. Right. Yeah. Like, she, that would be something, like, I'd love to go, like, okay, like, let's, we'll get this done. Let's go in here, and it's going to get solved today. Is she going to listen to this and be mad? I highly doubt it. Okay. Well, I highly doubt she'll listen. I highly doubt she'll be mad. <laughs> listen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. The, the first step would be getting rid of those two fucking cats. That would be the first step. Because those, those two cats got to go. There's no rational explanation for why those cats are there. Maybe at... at, at they were supposed to be fostered I know, out. I know. I get that. At the onset, bringing the cats in... The, I get the explanation. There's no rational explanation for why those cats are still there. Had they been assimilated into the, the home, you know, like into the family, quote unquote, that makes sense. Okay, Then they well, would be pets and that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, but, but also it'd be a little less complicated because they have free roam on the house. The other animals get along with them. They sit on laps when you watch movies, shit like that. It's like, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense why we keep these cats. They're locked in a room <laughs> and nobody goes in. They never come out because my my dad had three cats at one point, right? And he had dogs. Well, the cats were notorious for chewing wires and shit. So they had their room and at night the cats had to go to their room and the cats knew this. So you'd get up in the middle of the, you'd get up at night to go to bed. You'd go towards the room and the cats knew that's when they were going to get fed. So they would all go run to their room to get fed. Then she, my stepmom would shut the door behind her and then they'd stay in their room for the night. They knew they were supposed to be in there. 
They wouldn't meow at the door, be assholes or whatever. They'd just go to bed. But the next day, after everybody came home from work and all the chores were done and supper was eaten and stuff, the door opens, cats come out and hang out, sit on people's laps and get pet and scratch behind the ears and shit. That makes sense. Like, there's a practical reason why they're in that room, and they also get to come out and enjoy companionship and being pet and things like that. There is no rational explanation for why those cats are still in that house. Like, does she go in there and sit with them and pet, scratch her ears? And She does, like, one's a long hair cat, so she does groom it. It gets hairballs a lot. She cuts right. those off. But, like, she doesn't, like, go in there for an hour each day and sit with them on her lap and pet them and... And there they, have been times, like, if it's a really nice day, like, the problem is the husky loves being outdoors. Like, you leave him outside, he'd be cool. Okay. The other dog will go outside to go to the bathroom or play fetch, but if you're not playing fetch with him, he does want to be inside. Right. He's cool with cats, but then if one's inside, one's outside, the outside one wants in. Like, the dogs want to be together. Okay. And the one prefers being indoors, therefore they're both indoors. Right. But every once in a great while, like, the dogs are both outside and happy outside. We can let the cats out, but that's rare. Yeah. And then what do the cats do? They poke their head out and they do that fucking well, and one step. She's got stairs to the basement, step. so the we've a couple times we've had the blind one like come dangerously close to falling down the stairs. <laughs> so you can't Have really him do it nine You times. can't really even do that yeah. like yeah. if we wanted to. Yeah. Those cats gotta go, man. There's there's no good reason to have those cats in that house anymore. I can't think of there there can't even there's not even an attachment to them. Like, oh, I'll miss them when they're gone. What are you going to miss doing? Shoveling their shit and pouring their water? It's not like you're going to miss the time you spent with them. This cat's got to go. <laughs> There's no rational explanation for that. Like, none. Like, is that? does a room share a wall with another room? Yeah. It's a corner room. has huge windows. We usually keep them open as long as it's well, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering if, like, you could, like, cut a hole in a wall. It's so a, they goes can... to the bathroom. Oh, okay. That's not going to do anything. Yeah, no, fucking get rid of those cats. Like, they gotta go. It, there's gotta be somebody that wants the one with the claws out all the time. There's gotta be somebody that'd be down with that. How, how old are these cats? I mean, obviously the blind deaf one's One's old. The other one's probably, I don't know, two to three now. Oh, fuck. Somebody would take that cat. Especially, They're both friendly. But yeah, you, just, you can't pick up the the younger one. Well, especially somebody who, who doesn't mind the idea of having maybe an outdoor cat. Still got his claws and go outside. But see, humane society and even animal control won't let you have. It has to be indoor. They won't adopt unless it's an in, indoor. Do, do they come to your house every week afterwards? You, you take the cat. You say, you know, yeah, it's going to be an indoor cat, and then it gets out sometimes. Like, or if you have a, a backyard with a high fence, just let it go outside and play. Like, it's got its claws. If another cat jumps in the yard or something and beat its ass. No, the one should go to the farm. But then it's just. You almost, they're friends, like the cats are getting get along while they're always following each other, so you'd almost have to put them well, together, and then you know that's a death, like, the other one's got to have maybe a day or two to live. <laughs> the one has to like follow Like, you're marching him off to death. Yeah, um, yeah, probably, but it's probably time for that. <laughs> yeah. So, so who does she answer to with these cats now? Like, if she were so to the give way, them to the somebody else. The way it else. used to work, because she did this before, like, we had a little kitten, and then... She felt bad leaving it, a kitten by itself. She's like, okay, like at least I'll get a second one. So there's companions that's something to interact with, com- like play with. So mm-hmm. she had two in a room, and then they got together along. And because they were young, um, so Waterloo would not foster out animals, and they wouldn't adapt out. All they'd do is they'd pick it up. And then they had a second agency come in, and the lady that did this was like, nowhere, she lives nowhere near here. Mm-hmm. She was in charge of like local fostering. 
So she would decide and dictate at her will which animals went where and how long they were shown. And priority goes to young adoptable animals. So when we had kittens, we couldn't adopt them out until they reach a certain age and they have to be healthy, blah, blah, blah. Well, these cats were healthy. And as soon as they were at an age they could be adopted, we took them out to uh, the pet store down by Best Buy, Petco, PetSmart, whatever that's called. The one that same strip? Yeah. Okay, yeah. So they were there for maybe a week, week and a half, and they were both adopted out. Oh, wow. Super quick. Like, was nice, easy. Like, we had the cats, I don't know, month, maybe two. Right, but they were kittens, so... Yeah. We had them for shortly. They were shown for like two weeks. They both got adapted out. Like easy process. Like, right. She wanted to do it again. Then this time we're stuck with a blind cat, <laughs> senile blind cat. Oh, he's senile too? Yeah. It's, it's a wreck. <laughs> the cat's got to be put down, man. He's got to be. So, and it was sick. Oh, Jesus Like its Christ. eyes, it's, that one was sneezing constantly and the younger one's eyes are weeping because the other younger one was adoptable age, but its eyes were just constantly watering. It was sick, so that's why she was given it, and we got that one healthy. Okay. But by the time it was healthy, all of a sudden, Waterloo gave up its rights, which meant this lady wanted nothing to do with her. Tried contacting her, just, nope. Like, I have other animals. I have too many animals. Like, I can't take them. I'm not going to help you. Just shut us the fuck out. <sighs> so now we take him to Animal Control, which is a kill shelter. Yeah. Likely either one of these being adopted, slim to none, they're going to be killed. Yeah. Life's rough, man. <laughs> I don't, I don't take the one, but okay. So say she, say she took the one of the claws out all the time to a farm. She wouldn't have to like account that to anybody. Right. Right. It's just like that. That's where it went. Like nobody would be asking about this cat. Right. So find a fucking farm that needs a mouser. Take that fucking cat to that farm. I'll keep my ears open. All right. <laughs> if, if, if I found a farm that needed a mousing cat, do you think she would be open to having the cat go there? Probably. Okay, I'll talk to Big Al. I don't think they have any farm cats right now at the farm. We've got all kinds of, it's a farm. we got pigs, they got cows, they got everything. We'll see if, oh, he might have said they had kittens the other day, though. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe we can just take it out to Al's farm. I think they're both female, and they should both be fixed. Okay. Yeah, they are. I'll check with Al. I'll try to remember to check with Al tomorrow and see if they need a, a cat with claws out at their farm. Maybe that'll be an easy fix for that one. The other one, it's night-night time. <laughs> cat's cat's got to go get put down. It really, really needs to. Uh, and I would also say that after these two cats are gone, tell her enough with the shit. No more of this. It's too much work. causes too many fucking problems. No more fostering pets. You've already got pets. What do you need more pets for? That's a raw nerve, too. Well, sand, I said sand it down a little bit. She told me she actually wanted another pet. Mm. And I shot that I'm like, I have a cat. You have two dogs. Like, if it were up to me, like, I'm, like, a one pet per house person. Yeah. Maybe I can tolerate two, but that's, like, my absolute limit. Like, just go three and then you want more. Like, she even wants a third dog. Why? Because these aren't little and cute anymore? I don't know. Like, what what value is there in having... Like, sometimes I can see the argument of having two dogs because then they can keep each other busy. But what value is there in adding a third dog to that mix? Other than you have to buy more food, you have to clean up more shit... There's more going to be more likelihood for tussles because dogs will do that. Even if two dogs love each other, you're still going to have those having to pull them apart fights. And who wants that? Who wants to listen to that? Nobody she wants does. a fucking deal. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but she wants. So like my, 
she was really upset about it. So I'm like, okay, like fostering, like we'll uh, do that. So you can have them temporarily. You can enjoy them that way. And then, and then maybe get stuck with 17 of them. But I'm, I, I, right away, I'm like, you're going to get stuck with some, like, I know people that have done this. And like, that's what happens eventually. Like they'll start you out easy. You get kittens. Like everything's awesome. Easy to take care of. They're gone quick. And then you'll get stuck with something that just no one will take. And they just burden you with it. Right. No, no, no. Yes, yes, Look yes. Look what happened. It did happen. Clearly, clearly. Like, so yeah, that's another political discussion. Uh, I don't know. I, it's it's it is possible that it's political. It's more possible she's just wrong. I I, I that's not a thing anymore in America. Just being wrong. It's not. It should be because it, it it's a, it's definitely a thing. I mean it. I, now I could see if she didn't have any pets. No, you're just you're just less correct. Yeah. There's no such thing as wrong anymore. Right, right. <laughs> Facts. Who needs those? I mean, I could see if, if for example, she didn't have any pets and she'd take some in, um, you know, because, like, she say she gets sick of pets easy or something. And you're like, look, you can't have your own pet because you have this thing where you, you get sick of them too easy. You'll get bored with it. So let's try fostering. That way you'll never have time to get bored. Well, then she gets – or she says, well, let's try fostering. I'll never have time to get bored. And then you say to her, no, because you're going to end up getting stuck with one or you're going to fall in love with one and want to keep it. No, 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 that won't happen. That won't happen. And then it happens. Okay, that I can see a little bit more like uh, – but in this case, she already has pets. She doesn't need any more pets. She already has two dogs. She doesn't need any more dogs. Like, she doesn't live on, on an acreage, does she? Yeah. Oh, she does? Yeah. Oh, well, that fucking fucks up that argument real bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, put the fucking cat outside. <laughs> she, like, in town? Or in the country? Oh, it's in between. She lives right on the edge of town. Put the cat outside. There's coyotes. Like, big... I couldn't believe... I saw one last fall. Thing was ungodly huge. Put the cat outside with the dog that hates things. And the dog will attack the coyotes. Cat wins. Everybody's happy. Jesus Christ. I really wish you wouldn't have said she lived on an acreage. <laughs> no, she doesn't live on an acreage. She wants to. Oh, well then, she doesn't live on an acreage. She needs to stop having animals until she lives on an acreage. And then they better be animals that are willing to go outside for more than five but minutes. But that's going to be like... And I'm not opposed. Like I like the idea of an acreage too. Yeah, I, just, I generally don't get along with people. I like my privacy. Just, yep. it'd be nice to like come outside, no one around, do whatever you want, whenever you want, pretty much within reason. And sure, it's nice. You know, and it wouldn't be bad. You live on an acreage. Hey, she wants a goat. Get a goat. A goat ain't gonna hurt nothing. But <laughs> she has an inclination to hoard animals and wants to hoard animals and yeah. wants more and more and more. And at yeah. one point, is like enough enough. Um, more than one goat for sure. <laughs> 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 um, you know, chickens, uh, chickens can work out for you. You get eggs. So that's nice. You know, you don't want ducks or geese. You don't want those. You don't need any fucking pigs cause she ain't going to let you eat it. It's going to end up being a pet and they're messy and they're gross. Don't need any cows. Cause again, she ain't gonna let you eat it. And that cow serves absolutely no fucking purpose unless it's food. Okay. Cause you're not going to fucking milk it. You might think you're going to, but you're not right. A horse is just fucking expensive. So you can eliminate lots of animals without even having to worry about it. And we eliminate all of those because she wants a fox and a peacock. You can't have a fox as a pet. You can, actually. Not in Blackhawk County, you can't. You also can't have a skunk or a raccoon. She can't have those either. <laughs> Unless she has, like, a special, like, uh, like wildlife rehabilitator's license, and it's like she's just rehabilitating them to put them back out in the wild. You cannot have a fox or a skunk or a raccoon as a pet. A peacock... You don't want one of those. They're fucking noisy. 
Yes, I know. They are obnoxious. You also don't want a rooster. Seems like a good idea. Oh, I'd love to hear him crow. He will always crow. Always. At night, 4 o'clock in the morning, noon. There's no roosters crowing at sunup thing. It's just like that's when you notice it because you're also awake. They crow all the fucking time. All the time. They're fucking stupid. You don't want one of those. Regular chickens are great because fucking farm fresh eggs are amazing. No roosters, no peacocks. No, no turkeys. You don't want a turkey either because they're dumb. It'll start raining. They'll look up. They drown because they forget to look down. Turkeys are dumb. Ducks are gross. They poop all over the place. They kill all your grass. You don't want ducks. Rabbits are worthless. You don't want rabbits. They eat their own poop. They're coprophagic. You can tell her that. It's a real word. Anything else you need me to eliminate for you? <laughs> Turtles she likes. Turtles aren't salmonella. bad. Salmonella. Salmonella. No, salmonella. Do they carry salmonella? Oh, they're notorious for it. Outdoor turtles. No indoor turtles. Outdoor turtles. Have a pond. Then you can have a pond, but then you can want fish in it. Well, that's fine. All that stuff's self, self-sustaining if you do it right. You don't even have to feed any of that stuff. Like a turtle, even if, as long as your pond's deep enough, the turtle will hibernate in the winter. So you don't even have to worry about what happens to them in the winter. Um, if you have fish out there, you're going to have to aerate the pond. Again, like nothing's easy, man, because she's got a riding mower. Okay. Have you ever used a riding mower? Oh, yeah, you've got a riding mower, don't you? Uh, I sold it. It wasn't oh, you did? it. Yeah, it wasn't But you've, you've used one. Yeah. The thing is, like, when you're using a push mower, you notice usually everything before you come up to it. Right. Riding mower, it's much more difficult to do. Like, I had a, we had a riding mower growing up, and, uh-huh. like, dog fetches, bones, tennis balls, like, constantly running those over in oh, a riding sure. mower. Yeah. Usually caught them all with the push mower. Yeah. So you're if worried you about... have turtles, they're not they're... fully aquatic. Like they're we're going to be slaying some fucking turtles with the lawnmower. For the most part, they're going to stick pretty close to the water. The first time you drive over a turtle with a mower, <laughs> it's going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah, I would just scoop it up. It'll be fine. Scoop it up, throw it back into the pond. I'm talking like that's going to be the end of my day for her. Oh, like she'd be wrecked? Yes. Because of the turtle? <laughs> Like, they're really not even sentient. It would be a quick death, but it would be very loud, very disgusting, very noisy, very messy, I'm assuming. Their brains are like the size of the head of a pin. I mean, they're they're a turtle. I don't don't know what the fuck anybody would be heartbroken over a turtle for. (laughs) I was driving down fucking Duncan and Road the other day, and I smoked a frog with the fucking front bumper of my car. Didn't even think twice about it. It jumped up India? Yeah. Like, I saw it hopping across the road, and at first I thought it was a, a moth flying, and then I realized it was very rhythmic, and then thunk, thunk, oh, dead frog. I don't care. It was just a fucking frog. There's a thousand more where that came from. I don't give a shit. Like, that frog is not, it's not like his frog wife is sitting at home like, when is, when's Francis coming home? I don't know. He just went out for a pack of smokes. No, it's not what's happening. It's a fucking frog. Nobody give a shit. Here's some fucking koi. Aerate that pond so it doesn't freeze all the way in the winter, and you're set. Once you start, uh, you can throw out, go out and throw out a handful of fish food every day. They'll swim up to the surface and eat them. Eat it. Just make sure the pond's already there. Don't, you don't want to have to put a pond in. That would be a fucking nightmare. If I'm building it, it's going to be a lake. A lake? <laughs> that, that's really expensive. Depends on where you live and where you do it. Damn it up. <laughs> yeah, I worked out for Delhi. <laughs> yeah, I don't. You might 
Maybe you guys should just keep living apart. I don't know if there's any good way for you guys to move in together. You just you, you can't win. No, there's, someone has to cave. Which well, is it goes back to like everything's political. Yeah, I mean there's compromises available there, but the way you're talking, it's like she's just not down. No, she doesn't. No, she's very. Oh God, yeah, she doesn't compromise ever. <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> oh man, twenty five, huh? I would tell you right now, an older woman would be more willing to compromise. She's very Russian that way. She, well, she thinks the world is hers still. She no, not no, not that way. Just well, at that at that age though, we all did. Like the world's here for me, so I need to have my nut. But later, you get beaten down by the world a little bit, and you realize sometimes I just have to give up. She's not that way though. It's more just personal decisions that she's always correct. That's what I mean, though. Like, like she doesn't think the world owes her owes her anything. No, I'm not saying owes her, but it's like I'm my decisions are right. I'm young and gonna take the world by the horns, and and later when you get a little older, you're like, the world wants to do this, huh? Yeah, I'm just gonna let it. This dog, I don't need this dog. I don't need everything I want all the time. Sometimes I don't even need the stuff I want really bad. Sometimes life just wants to step on my nuts <laughs> and that's all kind of part of it <laughs> i mean really that's as you get older that's you change from the i'm gonna do everything i want to do because damn it i'm a strong i'm a strong person and i can handle but then it. you get it and then you don't want it which is bizarre yeah this has been episode 281 of misinformation podcast with you as always i'm zach and i'm Weller. love you Hey, Misinformation Nation, tune in next week for the continuation of the conversation between Zach and Weller. We're doing it old school. Hey, it's a whole other hour of enjoyment, or at least anger. Love you. You've just heard the misinformation theme song, Hostile You, by the Matt Lees Band. Thanks for listening.